Leisure with Tracy and Michelle. Take it away, sisters. Hello, hello, everybody. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to Sisters of Leisure. My name is Tracy. I am just one half of Sisters of Leisure, where we are living every day and seeking and understanding real events. And I am Michelle, the little sister. And you are? Yeah. And you so we don't have no sponsors or anything like that today. Absolutely not. You know what? But that's fine because that gives us more time to talk to Chef Milton Brown. He is, y'all, in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and he owns two restaurants. We have uh, JT's uh, Bourbon Street Grill and J2's Restaurant and Lounge. And when I tell you guys, the food, the, 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 the young man, Chef Brown, who creates these beautiful cuisines, who puts his heart and soul in his restaurants. It's just a pleasure to have you on Sister Leisure. How are you doing, uh, Milton? I'm doing great, doing great. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a blessing to be here and uh, uh, I thank you for the invite. Absolutely. So um, I just really want you to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you get into the restaurant business? Um. Well, okay. Well, myself, you know, I'm, uh, you know, just turned 36, actually. I had a birthday about a week or two ago. Um, I, I kind of grew up out here, went to high school, middle school, elementary school out here and everything like that in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, and I would say what got me into, well, a little more about myself. I also went to culinary school up the road a little bit at Strayer University. So that's where I got my culinary from. Um, but yeah, so what got me into the restaurant business is just a love for, for food, really, just a love for cooking and everything like that. I got a big family and we tend to do a lot of events together. So, you know, that it was always based around food and stuff like that. So I've always kind of had a hand in it. So that's where I got my start from, really. I think, I think that's amazing. I'm a foodie. I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know when my sister said the food was amazing. I knew, I wish, I wish I was there. My mouth was, you know, I felt it, I tasted it. I knew that that food was absolutely amazing. So do you put all your love into when you cooking your food and all your time into really prepping? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like this is, this is a hundred percent passion for me. So I put I put 100% of everything into the food, um, especially the, the the recipes and the menu design and everything. That's all 100% me. Well, pretty much 100% me and and all of my influences from from when I was younger and things like that. So that's pretty much where it came to. But no, like they say, when you find something you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. I, I think I'm there now. So definitely a passion. And Milton, you know, I can t- you can tell because real quick, there was a situation where it was so many of us, you know, like it was a lot of us. And um, he was able to cook all this food at his restaurant and host all of us. I don't know how much help he had back there, but, you know, maybe people. <laughs> Not a lot. 
you know, people putting out the plates or whatever, but actually cooking and prepping the food, I'm not too sure. But at the end of the day, he didn't break a sweat and he did it with a smile. And so, you know, it was just a joy to see the passion and eat of the food that was prepared. Um, so, but Milton, so you are one of not a whole lot of black owned restaurants in Fredericksburg. Yeah, no, in, in my area, I want to say, you know, you could probably count us on your hand as far as the restaurants that are actually black owned and a hundred percent black owned. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I can't actually put an exact number on it, but it's definitely, you can count it on one hand. Yeah. So. I did a little research and I noticed that the black owned restaurant, there's a few, but there's not a whole lot. And so like being in Atlanta, I mean, it's like a really big thing to be a black owned restaurant here in Atlanta. So it's very common. And so have you, how, being a black owned restaurant, do you find that it's difficult or how does it go to be a black owned restaurant in your area? Well, I'll just say um, from my upbringing, my, my mother and my father, they're both, you know, they have a military background. And um, from there, my grandmother and everything, they had, um, they had some ties to like um, Malcolm X and, um, and Muhammad Ali and things like that. You know, the Muslim movement up um, when that was coming up. So yeah. all of that took a lot of, you know, determination and things like that to be a part of it. So that, that's pretty much where that comes from. And I would say it's not for the faint of heart. You know, if you're not ready for a struggle and a fight, this, this probably isn't the thing for you, at least not in this area. I don't know what it's like in other cities like Atlanta. It may be more accepting and welcome, but it's definitely a fight out here. So, but I'm here for it. Yeah. What is the fight that you, that you speak of? The fight? Mm-hmm. Um, just dealing with, um, what's the best way to put it? Um, people's preconceived notions of what, you know, what an African-American business would be, you know, what those stigmas are that they put on establishments that they think are going to open up. And it's just kind of overcoming those things and showing people that we're here to provide something that is unlike anything else. It's unparalleled. So that's, that's really what we're here to do. And um, it's just a process, you know, um, me personally, I, I, I tend to think that we, we could support each other a lot more when people are trying to do endeavors like that. So, um, that's just things I see lacking in this area that I would like to see more of, but it's definitely coming along and it's definitely growing. And I think that us being a part of the restaurant tapestry out here and doing what we're doing, I definitely think it's opening up, waking people up and showing people there's an opportunity out here. And all you have to do is really just, just be ready to put the work in. Really? Because, and, and that's another thing, Milton, you're in location, location, location. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> you're right there, downtown Fredericksburg, in a very busy location. You know what? I was surprised to see everything that was happening in Fredericksburg because I know uh, my mother-in-law, your grandmother, was like, oh, yeah, you know, get there 30 minutes early. I'm like, Geez, what? I'm not, it's Fredericksburg. It's no need for me to get right. there 30 minutes early, but I should have got there earlier than that because it was busy 
hard to park because you're in the heart of it all. How did you find that location? Okay, so we had our first location out there on Route 3. That's kind of like a destination location. So um, you have to be kind of familiar with the area to know where we're at over there. And that's where we kind of, I kind of developed my metal there. You know, went through those little odds and ends to let you know, you know, to work out the little kinks and everything like that. But from there, um, there was also another business established here. I kind of had a relationship with the previous owner. um, And... I noticed that they had went out of business during COVID. So when I seen that opportunity, I, I came down here and I kind of jumped on it. I, I've always had my eye on this, this area, but the real estate down here is kind of hard to get into to find a place that's, um, that's going um, to match what you're looking to do down here, basically. And then a restaurant period, um, right here on William Street where we're at. This is, like you said, it's an A++++ location. It's amazing foot traffic, and we're right here on Restaurant Row, right in the middle of downtown Fredericksburg. So it, it just took a lot of patience, really, and, and I've had a, I had a, I, I got a vision, you know. This was yeah. part of the vision. I wouldn't say this exact location, but it, it's working, and, it, and it's getting us there. So I'm always yeah. looking for the – I'm always planning on the next movement. So. Hmm. I, th- I think that's absolutely amazing. First of all, that you said you had a vision. Yes. Whether it be that place or not, your vision is going to come to mm-hmm. life. So you are really, really making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So who inspires you? Who who inspired you when it came to cooking and who taught you what you've learned today besides Strayer? Oh, yeah. Um, Strayer, they taught me the the technique, the, you know, the the classical way to do things, you know, the Escoffier type of way to run the kitchen and things like that. So that's where I learned my structure and everything like that. But as far as flavors and everything like that, that's, that's family. My, like, you know, my grandmother, my mom, my uncles, you know, we've got a big family and we've always been doing big family events and stuff like that. So when I was young, I was always looking to kind of just stir the mac and cheese or add the cheese in there. I got a little older. I wanted to add the charcoal to the grill. I got a little older. They put me on the grill. So from there, um, you know, now I'm hosting the event, as she said before. So, yeah. like I said, all of that's a blessing, and it's been a, it's been a wonderful journey, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. But I would have to say 100% of, like, my culinary um, education came from my family, first off and foremost, is, is that right there, and just my passion for food and cooking. So, you know, I'm a self-study at first, then family and everything like that, and then I just went to went to culinary school to kind of, refine the technique and everything that I was doing to make sure I could provide the top level of what I was looking to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so I, long, okay, go ahead. How long have you been in business? In business, in the restaurant business? Mm-hmm. In the restaurant business, our first location will be our seventh year in October. This location here, it'll be our second year coming in March of next year. Wow. So you are seasoned yeah. in your business. Right. And I am so happy for you and proud of you. Yes. Because you Appreciate are really you. doing whatever it is that you need to do to elevate, you know. So that's amazing. It is. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I definitely <laughs> can attest to that. 
Yeah, yeah, because I mean, because because in and you know, and it is beautiful to see your growth. Because I want to say, um, when I first met you, you know, I just knew that you were, you know, Boo, uh, you know, uh, Waleed's nephew, and then we came right. to see um, my in-laws, and you had the restaurant, and I was like, okay let's go. I couldn't wait to get back to the house to tear into, because I had to get some of everything. I just could not just get one thing. I had to get some chicken, some fish, some mac and cheese, some rice. I had to just get like it all. And so I did. And then you were, like you said, on the grill, all those people you were able to feed and, you know, at the barbecue. And then I come back and you have two locations and you fed, I don't even know how many people was there. I, I was saying 70. It could have been less. It could have been more. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so and then on top of that, you have the the, at the the nighttime scene where you have the people upstairs with the live bands and the go-go bands mm-hmm. and the reggae. It, it, it was just, and then the DJ downstairs. So it is a full experience of... right. Everything. It, it was. It was extremely. I was extremely proud to say I know the owner of this place and 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 know that you have really. I I see it. I seen it from. You know, from yeah. the from the birth of it, and it's just it's beautiful, Milton. You should be proud of yourself. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Like I said, it's all a blessing. It's all a blessing. Like I said, I give glory to God every day for giving me the plan and the guidance to and the strength. To follow through these plans every day so mm-hmm. you know i know that's where it starts first and foremost but like you said as you've seen all of the people that you've seen the live music at the end of the evening you know and all of how all of that blends together that's yeah. that's what that's what i am you know what i mean i like i love i love music i did that for a time period before i got into the restaurant business so i've got my little ties in there and everything like that but just i love i love bringing people together i know i know good music I know great food and I know those two things can create a great time for anybody that's involved in it. And I, I love being a part of that. I love being able to quarterback that situation. And, and, and that, like I said, it's a blessing. So, mm-hmm. so it, let me ask you a question. Now, how do you keep cooks and your servers and all that? So how does that work? Cause I know sometimes that could be a struggle. Mm-hmm. How do I keep them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, like I said, I mean, I've always kind of been an entrepreneurial type person. So um, I kind of, when it comes to people I work with, like I don't even, I don't consider anybody employee. We work together. You know what I mean? We're all out here to try and provide something. We're all out here looking to get something to take care of us. There's a middle ground in that for all of us. I just try to make sure that everybody is taken care of. If you're on my team, I'm thinking about you before I think about myself. So I want to know when you go home at the end of the day, you've got a smile on your face, you're taken care of. You know, I care about your family and everything that you got going on in your home life. I think that's something that's lacking in just the business industry today is just, you know, most people are just work, work, work. How much work can you do? How much money can you bring in the business? But I feel like if you provide a good environment for you and your employers, your staff, I think that just brings everybody up, brings the whole business up. So that's what's been working for me. And I've I've just been, you know, trying to keep going with it. Yeah. I, I love that concept. I think, you know, as you when you work as a team, it's like a family almost. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, right. if I win, you gonna win. So yeah. we all mm-hmm. win. Yeah. You know, that's right. I think, 
Mm-hmm. That's so important. That's it right. Is. That's what I said. It's more like a family. We're not employees, co-workers, nothing like that. It's family. It's team. And and yeah. that's what I want to instill and just keep growing from there. And and I yeah. feel like if you've got a strong team, the sky's the limit. Yeah. So do you have it? So Milton, like, I mean, because you wasn't busting the sweat. I was like, dang, because I've seen for real. So like, you know, when I've seen chefs come out, you know, after cooking a meal and, they, you know, they, you know, you know, this dusty flour, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know, right. Sweating and just, you know, just kind of whatever. So, but I looked at me and I was like, you cool as a cucumber, like black <laughs> shirt, no dust on it, no flour. And I know he was about mm-hmm. to cook because my crab legs and everything was hot. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. like how do you do this and, and keep a cool head? Because I used to work in a restaurant business. I know that the back mm-hmm. of the house can be crazy. So right. do you have, are you teaching someone underneath you or do you, are you just out there by yourself in that kitchen doing it all so i have i have some hands that help me out in the kitchen and things like that but um i'm the primary i'm the lead you know head chef whatever the lead cook most of the time and and it's not because of anything else and that's what i think people i think that like i said it's it's what i see lacking today is that people aren't putting the legwork behind the passion you know what i mean it's just they're looking to just kind of microwave everything and that's not what we do here like i I have a deep passion for everything i'm doing all the food i produce every item on the menu is like something from some part of my life that means something to me so when i'm preparing that item it's not hey i need a number two it's oh i'm cooking this and i and it takes me back to when this happened in my life and i need this experience I need this experience for the person tasting it. It may not be the exact same, but that same love I get from that dish, I feel like that's what I want people to feel. So I have a couple of hands I'm teaching and, and, and bringing along with me, and they're doing amazing. So I, like I said, everything I do, I couldn't do it by myself. I don't want anybody to think I do any of this by myself. I got a strong team. And, yeah, um, yeah they definitely yeah. help out in the kitchen. Are you, are you going to expand do you think you can? Do you think you can bring it to the ATL? I think, yeah, I definitely think we can do that. Yeah, it's just all about, like I said, making sure we got the the team in place that all feel that same passion and drive for excellence. That's all. That if if you've got some people that are passionate and looking to provide an excellent experience, then I definitely think it's a, it's it's possible anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Well, I, I'm feeling some kind of way because I wanted some macaroni and cheese and greens and all that stuff too. But you know, that's that's right. okay. I'm gonna catch up. I'm definitely yeah. gonna catch up and get me and and I want to feel that experience and taste it like because I know my mom can cook. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I've had her cooking and it's absolutely delicious. So I know you have been taught by the best. The best. Yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. right. So. Do you, do you, is what, what, what have you been through that you wish you would have knew before you started your restaurant business? Was, was there anything that you like, you know what, if I would have known that, I would have did this. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the list, that list is long, man. (laughs) 
So, you know, from from the start to being, you know, six years going into seven years, yeah, I could, you know, we could do this whole, the rest of this time talking about things I wish I would have known then that I know now. But um, I would say patience, be patient. I wish I would have known to be a lot more patient with some things um, because just going into it, just running out the gate, you know, you've got all these things in mind that you want to do. And that's pretty much with anything you do. You want to, um, you know, you have your own notion of what, how this is going to go, where this needs to be, what that needs to be. And um, I've learned just taking the patience and let the situation kind of work itself out and then do things that make it work better for you. Um, I think that's what, that, that's, that's key right there. You know, not trying to be so, um, boxed in as far as your plans and everything like that it has to be a fluid situation as long as you can allow for the fluidity i think you know you can make some things happen so i would definitely say the main the main thing i wish i would have known then that i would say i know now is patience and relationships as far as like the other business industries that i work with and stuff like that i've been able to develop a lot of um business relationships so patience and business relationships i'd have to say those two yeah I think that's a good, that those go, those two go good hand, go good together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely got to be patient because sometimes things are not going to happen right then and there. But at, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you want to build good relationships with other business people because you never know, you might need them yeah, at some point in your, on your journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, lots of people. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Milton. Oh, no, I was just saying patience. Like I said, just, just doubling down on what she just said right there is, um, you know, every day, every every time at bat is not a home run. You know what I mean? Every time at bat is not a triple. So you got to have the patience and you got to have the, the, the metal to, to withstand those little, you know, that time that you struck out. But you're going to come up to bat, you know, you still got a chance to win. So that's it. Patience. Yeah. Because I had to, you know what, and as a business owner myself, I had to realize, you know, not everything is going to be what I believe is perfect. Mm-hmm. And so as long and so like this burning desire that lies in my heart that is here, that's within me, I have to just keep moving within that move move towards that go go right. towards, towards that fire because it's not going to lead us wrong it's going to keep us where we supposed to be it's, it might be bumps you might have to have a couple obstacles in in the way because, but those are just learning experiences that we all go through my, my nephew told me one time auntie trust the process trust the process and keep the process you know you you got to go through the process so mm-hmm. you know Oh, yeah. The process is the process and it's very necessary. And if, if you're not ready for the process, you're not ready for the success. You know what I mean? Like you got to be down before you get up. Everybody, you know, crawl before you walk. It's, you know, it, it, they're cliche sayings, but there's there's truth in them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And yeah. I just want to always say the price is the price. Yeah. <laughs> but but hold on. Today's price is not yesterday's price, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So just because exactly. you came yeah. last week and the price was this, and that might not be that in two weeks or a month now, okay? I'm just so saying. So don't be tripping. <laughs> so you know that's what? Right. 
you know what? Okay, I just left the grocery store Robert like around two hours ago. So Milton, how are you dealing with the price? The price is the price. <laughs> how are you dealing with the price? Like, because seriously, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Like, how is it to go from these different prices? Because I don't know, I see a, a dollar maybe $2, maybe even more on certain items. I'm buying from the grocery store every day and I, I'm going from, it's crazy. So what is it, how is that affecting you and the price? Oh yeah, as far as the, um, like I said, if you talk to anybody in the restaurant industry, um, for the past couple of years since COVID and everything like that, it's just, it's been crazy as far as like prices, inventory, um, some products you can't get, some products you can, and the prices are astronomical. Um, so it just it just kind of takes, you know, you just got to be ready for, you got to be ready for it. You got to be willing. Like it, It's just a passion. So if you've got that burning passion, that burning desire to provide something, there's there's ways to, to, to find your way through. You know, you might have to adjust some menu items. You may have to raise prices here and there, but it's all about, using the, the, the tools that you've developed in the past, your education and what you know about your industry that you're in, culinary and everything like that, to find a way to make it through. Um, so some items we've altered and changed them up. So sometimes we do like the oxtails, but it's a little different, you know, a little different process instead of just doing the platter because stuff like that has gone up. Um, yeah, chicken, chicken got crazy. Um, it's like I said, different different products. It's, it's just crazy. So it's a process. I wouldn't say there's any magic to it. There's not one simple answer to solving it. It's just yeah. you got to be prepared for it. You know, if you're not in for the fight, then I don't I don't know what to tell you because it's definitely it's definitely not an easy time for restaurants. I can't say that, but we've definitely found a way and and we diversify. So we have other avenues as well. Yeah. Like, you know, we do nightlife and things. So yeah. Yeah. So, and so, uh, well, I was just going to say, you know, when you talk about the price, when you have good customer service and you provide a great product, a service, people don't, they ain't going to stress out about it. They're going to be like, you know what, I'm still going because I love the atmosphere and I love what mm-hmm. they bring and I love the experience that I'm getting, you know, so that's what yeah. I like. <clears throat> yeah, so and that's I, the blessing right there is that we've, Sorry. That's the question no, no, no. right there is that, you know, sometimes when we had to raise prices or anything like that, it's, it's more quality and service and that they expect and that they receive. So there's really no issue in any time that we've had to do that. So and they understand if, like I said, if you talk to people and you let them know what's going on and they still receive that great service and that amazing food, then they have they, they usually have no issues with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you at, or, or visit your restaurant if they were in Fredericksburg, Virginia? If you wanted to visit me and you're in Fredericksburg, Virginia, I would say drive down William Street, stop by 216-218 William Street and come check us out at J2's Restaurant and Lounge. We're also on Plank Road at 5933 Plank Road, Fredericksburg, Virginia. That's about 3.2 miles west past the Spotsylvania Town Center. Um, and you can also find us online. We deliver Grubhub, Uber Eats, all of those websites. Um, and then we're always doing some events in the evening. So, you know, yeah. if you follow different bands and stuff in the area, they'll lead you to us. 
Yeah. Are you on Instagram? You're on Instagram, correct? Oh, yeah. You can check us out on social media as well. Um, Instagram is at J2's underscore restaurant underscore and underscore lounge. So J2's restaurant and lounge and then Bourbon Street 540. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know what, um, Milton, first off, this is long overdue. And uh, yeah, and so we have to definitely have you come back on the show. Will you please come back and see us? I'm proud to say that I have, you know, sat down and broke bread with you and the family. And just to know that, you know, I know the history of, I know the hands that have been blessed to prep it and to to cook this food, so and to to start these restaurants and night um, scene and um, just have this beautiful um, business of yours. So I just appreciate you coming on and and supporting Sisters of Leisure. And it takes a team. It takes all of us to get it out there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like I said, I love, I love to come back anytime and I appreciate the opportunity again. Like it's, you know, this is all new to me, so I'm a little, you know, but I definitely appreciate it and I'm enjoying it. Like I said, I love what I'm doing. So anytime I can spread that out, you know, I, I, I'll jump at it. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you being on our podcast and I am looking forward to eating some of your food because I love eat. Okay. <laughs> You got to. We got some great things going on down here. If you get a chance on Sunday, we're doing mm-hmm. Sunday brunch now. We got some amazing shrimp and grits, beignets, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. And and like I said, we had the music in there. So you got the right vibe while you're eating. Bottomless mimosas. So like I said, we're just trying to provide something out here that I feel like we've been missing. You know, yeah. this, this the music as far as like the, the local scene and the food as far as being something that's down home and soulful. I think that's mm-hmm. really lacking in the industry in the area. So we're out here, you know. Well, y'all Come got visit. it going on. So yeah. y'all check Milton out on yeah. Michelle. What's the name? It is J2's and JT's. J, JT's Bourbon Street Grill and J2's Restaurant and Lounge in yeah. Fredericksburg, Virginia. Putting them on a the map, y'all. Woo. Yeah, so y'all need to check him out and get some bottomless mimosas and all that good food and, and entertainment on a yes. Sunday. Yes. That's what it's about. I we love appreciate it. You so much. It was word. Appreciate you. <laughs> okay. I love it, Milton. Thank you so yeah. much. Absolutely. Bye. Thank y'all for coming and 